Hey everybody, on today's podcast we talk with Cara Branch, a chemical engineer turned nonprofit CEO. We talk about her experience and thoughts on the energy industry and discuss her journey thus far with her nonprofit called Black Girls Do Engineer. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to Manufacturing Unscripted. I'm your host, Matt Rawl. Today I am joined with Cara Branch. She's a chemical engineer, project manager, uh, process improvement. She's the founder and CEO of Black Girls Do Engineer. Uh, from the few conversations I've had, with just an all-around great person, and we're excited to have her on the show. Cara, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. I'm very excited, and, and I'm grateful to be a part of this conversation. Uh, yeah, no, uh, your name was recommended, and, you know, we did a little research on you, and, you know, we, we knew you were a perfect fit for the for the podcast and and the things that you're doing. Um, and, and before we get too much into that, with all my first time guests, I kind of like to know the the backstory. You know how how did Cara get to where she is today? So can you can you kind of enlighten us a little bit about that? Oh sure. So. Um... I come from, I I like to call them very (laughs) humble beginnings. Um, I come from, um, as you'll see if we go into the discussion, I'm more of the girls that I work with. So I come from Mm -hmm. an underserved community, single parent household is my background. Always been very, very smart. Um, And so people always tell my mom, your daughter's smart, but (laughs) she was too busy, like, you know, trying to make sure everything at home was taken care of. So she just kept running with, okay, she's smart. Nobody ever said what your daughter can do. So um, I did really well in school, got awards from presidents when I was in elementary, um, always got awards in school. Um, but it wasn't until I got into middle school that I fell in love with science um, through one of my teachers. Her name was Miss Chapman. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, she challenged me. I, I knew something was up because when we would do uh, balancing equations and stuff, I was just really good at it. I was like, yep. why am I so good, <laughs> so good at this chemistry? Yep. Um, and then she challenged us as a class, um, she, her assignment was, you know, when I was in school, it was tax. And so she was like, whoever does really well on her tax test um, will be able to get exempt, exempt from their final. And I was like, okay, oh, wow. well, okay. let's see. Yeah. I ended up being the only one in my class to really do really well on my tax exam and get exempt. And so right there, I was like, okay, maybe I'm really good at this. And so uh-huh. I started having a love for science. Um, and then as I continue my career, I knew I was going to college. I mean, yep. I, from a kid, I knew I wanted to go to college because mm-hmm. I was very smart and had to do something with my smartness. Um, but when I got to college, um, um, that's when I realized that, um, you know, I had hobbies of doing dance and all this stuff. My aunt was like, you're not going to college to get a dance major. <laughs> no disrespect to dance yep. major. Yep. Uh, it was like most, definitely my hobby. Yep. Um, I loved it. And so she's like, you're not doing that. Get yourself a real degree. That's exactly how she said yep. it to me. Um, and so I went to talk to my advisor. I was like, okay, I'm really good at, you know, chemistry. I do really well in math. You know, no one, I think, really says, oh, I just love math right off the bat. Right. <laughs> Whoever I've interacted with. They haven't done and enough so, math. This <laughs> so she said, you know, we found a degree where we can put the two together. Yeah. I still tried to throw my dance in there as a minor. She was like, what chemical engineers <laughs> have a dance minor? I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. They're not letting me do the dancing. Um, and so I got into the program okay. um, at my school, and um, here I am today. I, I set goals along my, my coursework. I said I'm going yep. to – I passed my first two classes. 
this is my thing. Yep. And I passed my first two engineering classes really well, did really well in them. And I'm a chemical engineer today because of that. And so, you know, my background is mechanical. And fun fact, chemical engineering was actually the first engineering I looked at. Um, it just happened that the schools that I was kind of looking at relatively close to home um, didn't offer a program. So, oh, wow. So mechanical was kind of my my fallback and and I'll be the first to say it's it's the easiest one and and and, and so in being in the metro Detroit area you know uh, mechanical engineers just historically have been a very successful career choice um, you know in retrospect I would have told myself to go into electrical or something you know knowing how everything's changing now but uh, in the 10 years or so that I I've been a mechanical engineer I've not really crossed paths with many chemical engineers. And so from like just from my point of view of of knowing that at one time I almost wanted to be one and, and not having to work one, what are some of the type of like highlights that you, you have from your time working in manufacturing? And well, I, I I like to say I think we are the best, but I think any engineer that you approach <laughs> is gonna say their major yeah. is the best one. But I truly think chemical engineers are rock stars. Um yep. especially I'm here in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um it's a hot market for yep. <laughs> chemical engineers, especially with oil and gas right here in our backyards. Yep. And um I'm from a little town, Port Arthur, Texas, which actually house houses the world's biggest refinery, Motiva. Okay. So I've always been around chemical plants my entire life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, and I've had a pleasure of working um, on all different angles, um, from designing them, grassroots plant designs, all the way to actually being in a manufacturing uh, plant as a project manager. Yeah. And what I can say is what I love, because being a project manager, you work with every engineer. You have to be really skilled in mm-hmm. each discipline to be able to lead your team. But what I loved and why I went into manufacturing was actually seeing what we do as chemical engineers, the stuff flowing through the pipes and making products. And I think that's the the coolest part. Like everyone has their part in it, but we're making sure the chemical get like pushed through that thing. (laughs) And producing the product, right? To be able to have all the great things we have in this world. Um, And so that's always been my pleasure of of being a chemical engineer, especially, you know, all the chemistry that goes into it. Um, me and my husband, we debate about this all the time because he's more of an electrical, right? Yep. Um, and so he always used to say to me, oh, you're just like a chemist. I'm like, no, you're not just like a chemist. <laughs> you just, um, you're just like an electrician. <laughs> <laughs> we do have those those elements, yep. you know, in, in our uh, skill set, but um, I think seeing those reactions, being a part of them, especially in the production site, mm-hmm. um, and being able to to see the products come out, see them leave, see that and know what they're going to be able to be once they leave yeah. our chemicals facilities. This is always a pleasure. So that's what I've always liked about it. And I think it is considered hard. They yeah. say that's like, like one of the hardest ones. I yeah. mean, I think they're all hard. If you could be an engineer. And I think I mean, it's, you're smart. it's such like, um, you know, I've never heard or like being a mechanical engineer, you know, one of the one of the things you get a lot, right, is everyone's a mechanic mechanically inclined to a certain level. You know, you get that a lot. I'm sure you never come across anyone that's like, Oh yeah. it's just it's just chemical engineering. I, I can help you out here. You know, it's no, it's more I of a hey I hands <laughs> off, I'm not even getting close to that. And you know, I I would love that type of mentality. Sometimes it would make my life so much easier if people were afraid to do my job and 
and I, I'm sure that's kind of where you, especially in the oil and gas, it's, you know, yeah. things go wrong, things blow up, you know, so. Yeah, so, that part, and they yeah. must definitely leave that part to us, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> um, I can say, I guess when you're in it, you don't think about it like yeah. that, because you're in college, I mean, you're living yeah. and breathing just as discipline. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like all you know right. until you get into the workforce and start being exposed yep. to other engineers and working with them. Yep. Then you start to kind of see the difference. Yep. But I think at the end of the day, we all have, we need each other yep. to be successful. No, for sure. In the process. Um, so, so kind of wanted to pick your brain. You know, I know, you know, you, you were, you've been in the industry for so long. You, you've worked in oil and gas, as you mentioned. I know you've worked on NASA programs, you know, mm-hmm. in respect of stuff like that. You know, one of the biggest questions you see a lot is, is, you know, where, where in your opinion, do you see the energy industry going as a whole? Most definitely. I mean, it's, um, again, I'm in Texas. It's a yep. big debate, right? But um, here in Houston, I live mm-hmm. in Houston, this area, um, the energy is a big conversation right now. It's a lot around the energy energy initiative here in Houston. And so from uh, the involvement I've been in here, just in Houston along or with a lot of different energy companies and working in oil and gas, seeing everyone um, set their sustainable energy goals within their company, um, it's most definitely most definitely gonna happen. I mm-hmm. think it's I think it's just um, the big discussion. You know, I, I have a lot with, you know, the things I do around renewable energy, a mm-hmm. lot around sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the debate, which one. But I, I truly believe as a chemical engineer that they both need to work together. Yeah. And I think um, here in Houston, they are having a really great discussion. All these companies, all these organizations here in Houston on how to make that happen. So. Mm-hmm. From just being in the room with some of these great people um, and doing my part and and teaching people and training them about these different types of energy, mm-hmm. um, it's most definitely most definitely happening. I yeah. think here in Houston sooner rather than later. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, it's I definitely don't see a world where they both don't exist. Um, mm-hmm. I know I we'd like to picture that in like in a perfect world, right? You know, um, but you know. It, one of the biggest things that we have here, right? You know, it's it, there's there's a big push for electrical vehicles, you know, by mm. by the bigger companies around us, and you know, um, I mean, I think everyone around here drives a truck, you know, and and we drive trucks because you know we tow things and we do things like yeah. that, and 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 we I don't, too. <laughs> yeah, and I I don't see. Yeah, and down there too, everything's bigger in Texas, right? And and you know, I I don't see, you know, the the combustible engine really losing, you know, in terms of that type of capacity, at least initially, to mm-hmm. say an electrical vehicle, you know, um, as as cruisers, as you know, point A to point B type stuff. Electrical vehicles, I think, will outshine, especially inner city, for yeah. sure. You know, but um, but you know, I I need to tow uh, a a ten thousand pound trailer, you know, it's the 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 gas engine. I, I think is is just the better choice, at least in my eyes for now. You know, and and I hope they prove me wrong, right? That's that's what we want. In in you know, as a an engineer, obviously, right? It's it's us yeah. that has to make that difference, you know, and that challenge. And and you know, I I hope I hope they do. But but yeah, I I agree with you one hundred percent. I I don't see. Right now, at least, the world where they don't both exist. 
you know, um, and I'll, I'll be the first one to buy a flying car if we can do that. You know, I, you know, I, I, I want to be in that world on it right now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, um, but, but yeah, no, that's, that's interesting. I mean, like I said, it's, you know, we're in two, you know, your, your oil and gas industry predominantly right in your area. And then, you know, we're in Metro Detroit, so we're more automotive, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's funny that, you know, it's our industries are very reliant on each other. And, and so we, we probably see a lot of the same things and, you know, one really impacts the other and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I do believe they both have to work together. I yeah. mean, it's a lot that, that lies on that. Um, just being in different locations, mm-hmm. um, you know, some areas may have great wind, some areas may not, some mm-hmm. people may have great sunlight, some may not. So I think, um, they, I, I see them both being around for a very long time. Yeah. That's my viewpoint yeah. on it. I, um, I'm going to go a little off script here and, 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 and feel free to answer how you want. So one thing I noticed a lot of the roles that you were in and we've, we've discussed in the past is you've quickly have it, you know, escalated yourself to a, a management style role and a leadership role. You know, do you think that's just something that, you know, you know, you've always kind of strived for is to kind of to, you know, be more of a leadership kind of role. And, and do you think, you know, I, I'm kind of setting this up for our next question, right? Into what you do, <laughs> what you do now, but, but do you think that that, you know, has, um, I'm assuming it's by no accident, right? That you kind of pushed yourself to be more of a leader. Well, um, if you would ask me this when I first started my career, I yeah. know, I, I, I knew I had leadership qualities. Yeah. But um, the industry was very new to me. I, I don't come from a home of uh, STEM professionals. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the first in my college, first-gen grad, mm-hmm. to really pursue this. So when I first started, I was just like, I just want to be, you know, successful and make some type mm-hmm. of impact or innovate in some some type of way in my yeah. industry. Never had I thought that I would go to leadership so fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, um, I owe it a lot to um, one of my first managers. Um, he had 50 years of experience and um, him and his friends were all at retirement age. And um, their goal was to train us. Uh, they had like five younger engineers mm-hmm. to be them. So we're supposed to be the them of the company. Yeah. Um, and so I got to learn a lot very fast. And so through that process, um, I went straight out of college into to boardrooms yep. uh, with these big high-end client mm-hmm. and I had to walk them through processes. So I had to grow very fast yeah. <laughs> in my yeah. career because yeah. of that. And the company I worked for had a very old school, I'd like to say, approach. Yeah. Uh, we were calculating by hand. Yeah. We were using you know, all the skills we learned in school um, very quickly. They wanted to have the best and train us to be the best. Mm-hmm. And so I always had that hard work um, component to yep. my being an engineer and um, I spent a lot of hours growing and um, my managers, they knew I was very smart. And he used to introduce me as if this is Kara, if this is um, a person who can, she can do all the weird things that nobody can do <laughs> for some reason. I just, I can get things that's very, very hard. I yep. never understood it and, and, and be able to do all these weird projects that would yep. come into their office. I can be the one to sit there and make it possible. And so after working in industry for a while, I started to notice my gift. (laughs) But at first I was just working like everyone else trying to figure out Mm -hmm. what I was doing as an engineer. 
Um, and so that helped me once I got into manufacturing, um, because I had all that experience, mm-hmm. I just took off very yeah. fast. Um, and then I started being a lot of um, a lot of the, the VPs and high executives of companies I worked for um, started seeing not just my workability, but my leadership by mm-hmm. just being a part of and leading so many groups they had and um, I'm devoting a lot of my. Ex- well, I can't say extra time, but yeah. a lot of my t- uh, yeah. time to to a lot of their initiatives and really mm-hmm. caring about the companies and the improvement within them. And so when they started seeing those skill sets from me, that kind of helped me really get up mm-hmm. to leadership. And then I went into my own thing after that. I guess we're yeah. going to talk yeah, about no, that. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, let's jump right into it. First, you know, I think that's great. You know, that's definitely a sign of your character. And, and I think it's great that people are able to recognize that and, 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 and build you up as they should. Um, yeah. But, but let's, yeah, let's, let's, you know, I wanted to talk, you know, one thing I want to talk with you is about your nonprofit, uh, Black Girls Do Engineer, you know, and, and one thing that came to mind was, and, you know, maybe this is what you kind of just touched on was, is there a particular event or time where that idea came to you? Or is it just something that you've always like been lingering in your head that you wanted to do? Well, um, the idea came from my oldest daughter. I have three mm-hmm. daughters. Okay. Um, now, I've always dealt with my own um, trials and tribulations mm-hmm. of always being the only me. When I say the only me, the only black woman in all of my roles, mm-hmm. I've always been. Um, but what I noticed when I got in those roles, it was more black women coming behind yep. me. So I started looking and saying, okay, well, maybe I'm making an impact for some yeah. type of change. But then again, I was still just focusing on my career. Yeah. Um, and I've always kept the company at the front of all my, all the yep. things I've done you know, um, and always try to improve companies and do what I love. So I never really, I've seen it, but I never really dive too deep into it. Mm -hmm. I'm into my daughter. My oldest daughter came to me one day and said she wanted to be a software engineer. Now there was a thing that, you know, a lot of people say girls are not interested in STEM, you know, um, we're not, you know, going that direction. We're going into other things. We're just not aware. And so she said that to me, I was really shocked for a lot of reasons. I never really talked about what mom did at work at home. It was really hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, mommy built chemical plants because my kids had no clue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we would drive down the highway. I'd be like, that's what mommy kind of does. But they're like, I don't so know what that is. haven't watched The Simpsons. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I went to aerospace. Yeah. They knew exactly what that is because we would watch rocket launches together. Oh, yep. Okay. Yeah. That was more cool. Right. Yeah. And so... <laughs> Um, when she said that to me, I knew I had to do two things. I, if anybody could help her become a software engineer with her mom. Yeah. Um, and then two, I wanted to be able to create a space for her and girls to look like her to come together and all dream this dream together Mm -hmm. of becoming STEM professionals. Um, and so I actually got off the floor and started the organization that day. So I went to my oldest daughter. She's really why this organization exists. That's awesome. No, that's, that's great. I mean, um, you know, and, and I've I've talked with um, more female professionals um, in the industry very recently, and 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 I've I've told them I'm like it's it's by no accident. You know, I have a seven month old daughter, and you know it's my first, and you know and I and I tell them you know I you know I, I it's it's probably not great for me to admit, but I didn't really think about it too much before then. But then when I see her now. <laughs> You know, I yeah. I want to make sure that she has every opportunity that that I had. You know, and 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 so exactly. so with the help of you know my sister who also helps run the show, you know we've you know we made a target approach to you know really 
kind of encourage and become, you know, um, you know, and help the initiative of just more females in engineering in general. So, yeah, I always, you know, that's a conversation I have. There's just yep. not enough women yep. in STEM period. There's only 25% of us. Yep. But my focus is there's only 2.9% yep. of black women. And so I, I just feel like I'm, I'm really trying to incorporate the representation piece mm-hmm. into my organization. I feel like if you see it, you can believe it. Yep. Um, and so we've done a great job of showing them women who look like them in this industry yep. doing it. And it's really have drawn their interest in. And now they, um, they're amazing, the girls yep. in this program. Oh, that, that's, that's awesome. I mean, the, the ability, right, and I kind of mentioned it from leading multi-million dollar projects to the yeah. influencing kids in their futures. I mean, you can't really put a price on that, but I mean, it's if you understand the value of that is greater than any multi-million dollar project. You know, yes. Yeah. I, I tell myself that every day. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, I the yeah. first two years of my organization, you know, we're fairly new. We started in 2019, yeah. but we've grown a lot since we started. And and the very first two years, I, I worked. Yeah. I always wanted to work and do it. Yeah. Um, I just felt like it was important to just stay working. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fairly, even though I've accomplished a lot in my career, I'm still a young engineer. Yeah. I still love doing the work that I do. Um, it's just been up to recently, I say six months to be exact, I have just done it only this nonprofit. Yep. Um, and honestly, you're right. You can't put a price on it. Like seeing these kids grow, mm-hmm. um, their skill set grow. I had a parent just this morning call me because her daughter, you know, was sitting down coding from yeah. the sessions that we play, put in place yeah. with them. And she was looking at her like, oh my God, what is she doing? Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm over here coding. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. To see them actually um, really enjoying it, yeah, you know, because I enjoy it, yeah. But also knowing that it's not that many of them, it's not that many women, and so the challenges that they can face in this industry, you mm-hmm. know, we all push for change. But the reality is, forty years ago, women that look like me were yep. still dealing with the same things we're dealing with today. Yep. <laughs> um, and all women, I have colleagues who were the only two women in their program, yep. you know, and they're still dealing with a lot today yep. when they were in school. So it's we hope for change, and I think a lot of women, I see it, I admire it. We're out here pushing for change yep. in our industry um, to get more of us. Most definitely get into those leadership roles yep. and um, in the boardroom. I yep. see it is happening. Yep. Um, but it it can be a lot more can be happening. Yep. So and I always give kudos to other women who yeah. are doing the same work yeah. as yep. me because it's um, most it's most definitely needed. Yeah, and and there was I know you mentioned wanting to bring you know there's some some updates right with your nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about those? Yes, and so um, as I stated, you know we've been growing like crazy. Yep. Um, when I started this, it was surely from passion. Yep. <laughs> I never knew what yeah. it was going to turn into. Yeah, right. um, and then now it's really like a high demand. Um, and so we made an announcement yesterday. So we started here in Houston, um, okay. and now we're actually um, we'll be going this year to uh, Los Angeles and New Orleans. Oh, so wow. we're going to be bringing two awesome. chapters there. And I tell people, because I get inquiries all the time about chapters and other locations, yeah. but I always have my heart to sit here on Houston and focusing on building the company to be like the best that it can mm-hmm. be for the girls and um, making sure we have the right policies and procedures in the place. I think that's that corporate in me that yeah. <laughs> I wanted to but, be able to But do. it's good. You, you got to have it, right? I mean, 
Yeah. It's a necessary. That was my focus. And then it was just the demand. I kept having these two cities to just really wanted us there. Um, And they are, since I've announced, just in a day's time, they've really shown up for their cities mm-hmm. um, to make sure I get there and have the support of the people in their cities to be able to do this in their location. So we'll most definitely be going to their cities this year. Um, and so it's very exciting yeah. and, and demanding at the same time, but it's much needed. So I'm really excited to be able to introduce more girls into STEM um, mm-hmm. and help them develop great skill sets around all these wonderful things. You know, we do a lot around energy and Mm-hmm. Um, they build robots, so they do a lot yeah. of mechanical pieces, electrical, yep. all that too. Um, and so I'm just happy to be able to to reach more more girls with this no, program. It, it's great that you've been able to kind of find that passion and, and do what you love and, and and turn it into a career. I mean, not many people can do that, right, or are able to do that. So, you know, um, you know, kudos to you for for really taking that leap. You know, because it's. You know, you, you you could argue a lot of people, right? Chemical engineering, I can stay in this and I can write this out, you know, and, yeah. and it's it, it would be a fun career. It'd be, you know, it, it pays well and all this stuff, you know, but it, it definitely takes a certain person that can make that jump and, and, and do that and, and grind it, you know, like you have for two years. And then, you know, now you're starting to see all that hard work really come through and that's great. Yeah, but I still have companies that yeah, like yeah. come back work <laughs> yeah 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 no and, and you always will i mean you always will right they're always you know and that's, they're like, oh, that's so great car we love what you're doing yeah. but they know um i'm a great engineer i can't say yeah. it about myself i've yeah. a lot of projects i've done i am really a great engineer yeah. and i love the work that i do yeah um but i also love helping girls um get to this this career space because it's, yeah. it's pretty cool yeah uh, do some great stuff yeah no yeah definitely uh and so we talked about STEM a little bit, and you know we've, you know the company I work, Promess, you know we we support local STEM high school teams and stuff like that. Um, you know we we typically are involved in the the robotic competitions. Uh, the team that we actually represent or have represented in the past has been world champions a couple times. Okay. And so it's it's super exciting, <laughs> you know, to see it. You know, and one thing I look at, you know, a lot of it because I, I I'm not really involved in the the other aspects of STEM, but but you working with it, is there, you know, what are some areas that you think within STEM that really have the most potential for growth? Oh, my God. So our organization is very future driven. Yeah. So we, we are most definitely hitting every area yeah. that's uh, projection years to year 2050 is our yeah. focus year. So we're already in 2050. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't say that there's areas that needs growth. I feel like STEM is already defined in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think it's the training and the workforce of people yep. that need to meet STEM where they are. Um, there's so much, like there's so many announcements of all the cool things. Technology is hot yep. right now. Um, uh, like you mentioned the cars. I mean, you have like Tesla, yep. Elon and them. <laughs> Sorry, I have a, a daughter. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. No, you no. have Tesla um, and them doing great work. You also have um, the space industry right now is yeah. just doing a lot. Yep. Space is hot. It's taking off right now. You know, NASA just, what, last week launched a telescope into yeah. space. So we got, a, I think, as far as innovation, yeah. uh, we're there. STEM is there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just training. Uh, mm-hmm. The workers, the skill sets, um, getting more people interested in there to actually meet STEM where it is. Because yeah. um, I think um, it's a lot of 
strengthen STEM. I think it's it's been around. A lot of people don't know about it. Yeah. Um, that's another problem we face every day. Yep. Um, and so it's just, uh, I think from my standpoint, it's that educational piece, mm-hmm. training, getting those skill sets up. To me, still where it is, because a lot of things is changing. Um, I mean, you can come to Houston and just see all the new implementations of things. Yep. You see Austin um, here in Texas has yep. changed a lot. So if this happening, yeah. <laughs> them is most definitely taking over um, everything we do. So I wouldn't say anything needs to improve. I just would say that um, people, us, we have to catch up with yeah. what's going on and what's changing. Yeah, definitely. Well, great. Um, you know, before we wrap things up, is there anything else that you want to kind of mention or make note? You know, anything about your nonprofit or anything else that maybe we didn't discuss? Well, I would just say, you know, um, to learn more about our nonprofit, yep. you can visit our website. And so that's just www.blackgirlsdoengineer.org. Okay. Um, or you can email us um, at info at blackgirlsdoengineer.org. If you ever want to learn more about what we do, okay. um, you can check out our site and see some of the things that girls do. We have an all-girls robotics team. We are oh, not awesome. champions yeah. just yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they haven't, they're having fun. Yeah. Um, and doing the stuff that they do. So if you ever want to learn more about, and I encourage anyone um, in their path, wherever they are in their path um, in manufacturing, it's, it's so much needed. Um, I loved working when in manufacturing. Yep. Um, I actually went because I was tired of being at the desk uh, designing. Yep. Yep. I wanted to be up and close. I told my manager with the the chemical, he thought I was crazy. Yeah. Um, so I love corporate and went to manufacturing. Yeah. And um, best decision I ever made. Um, it helped me really grow into the person and, and really a great engineer. So oh. I'm just happy to be a part of the discussion today. Well, great. I mean, like I said, your your impact is is definitely um, being noticed. And uh, Cara, thank you again for being on the show. Uh, and and thank you everyone for listening. Uh, Until next time. This podcast was brought to you by Promise Incorporated. Hosted by Matthew Rawl. Produced by myself, Lauren Rawl. Mixed and edited by Ben Parsons. Please make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at podcast at promiseinc.com. Thank you.